Psychic Coffee Shop. I'm Ace Knight, and with me tonight is Miss Rainey. How are you, honey? I'm doing wonderful. I'm running around here trying to get things going so we can get going. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it's weird. Blog Talk had us scheduled at 11, and I'm like, uh, no, we're doing this at 9. Knock it off, Bloggy Talk. Yeah. It's like, what, yeah. did they think we suddenly decided to change it? Of course, you and me, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you know, so... You know, it may not be that big of a talk. It may be a shorter episode if the calls don't get coming in, but that's okay. We're still here to talk about some interesting things. And, Rainy, they're up to it again, honey. Apparently, laundry soap is down in stock. Laundry soap is down in stock? Yeah. Well, you know, here, here is my thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody gets all ruffled all over everything, and I got to tell you, honey. With all these planets and all their craziness, this is just affecting my mood. I am just like having to do so much cleansing and purifying. It's not even funny. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm at the point where I'm making multiple lists every day. <laughs> well, you know, but, I keep three running lists. But anyhow, you know, but, yeah, you know, the planets are a little bit getting aligned with the moon, you know, depending on where you are. And this is why when it comes to early church, they want to know your birth location. Right. And here's why. The Philippines is enjoying the view of Mercury and the moon dancing. All right. But if you go over to California, Mars and the moon are sashaying through the town. Right. And what I always find interesting, you know, is, um, you know, someone will call me and they'll go, oh, you don't need my birth date. Well, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here is an example, perfect example as to why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to figure out sort of where you fit in on the, all this craziness. Right. All these changes, yeah. how it affects you personally. Right. And, and, you know, the moon, you know, she's playing house guest to a few visitors, nearly a half a dozen. I know. I know. And, you know, Practically every day. In fact, I'm going to tell you since the eclipse, I've been seeing, I've been looking at the moon, and it's like it's constantly changing. The color is mm-hmm. changing. Where it's located mm-hmm. is changing. You're seeing all this strange stuff going on here. It's like, yeah, there are some changes going on. It is mm-hmm. affecting, I know for me personally, it's affecting my mood a little bit, a little bit mm-hmm. more anxious. Do I think the world's going to end? No, I do yeah. not. Well, I don't think the world's going to end. And, you know, that's why I was saying that laundry soaps prices, mm-hmm. apparently the stock is down again because everybody knows, you know, laundry soap, bread, milk, and toilet paper, every time, you know, one of these doomsday's prophecies, and dear goodness, can we, let's talk about that for a minute and we'll hop back to who was awful visiting the moon. Oh, Apparently, the world's going to end on the 23rd. Well, sorry, my calendar's a little bit busy that day. I'm supposed to be at the shop. We're having Psychic Saturday. There's a fest, uh, street fair going on outside. It's a little busy. So, no, the, the world will not end on September 23rd at all. Because Ace's got too much to do. I know. I've got an event I've got to go to on Saturday as well. And, like, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, I'll be there so with bells on my toes. Exactly. So, sorry, the world's not allowed to end. It'll have to wait until a blank day on my calendar. And at this point, 
looking at my planner, the earliest is, is 2019. Because I'm already booking events for 18. So, you know, y'all doomsdayers just need to sit down a minute. But this is kind of well, dangerous. Well, the thing of it is, is what people, I mean, we should know this enough at this point in the modern age. You know, if you go back mm-hmm. to, uh, oh, what was it when the computers were all supposed to shut down? What was that back in Y2K. 2000? Y2K. I remember the kids and I went to the store. We loaded up on Happy New Year stuff, on you know, right. little festivities or whatever, and everybody else is standing in line and they're mm-hmm. they're buying their little pumps and their uh, mm-hmm. you know all the stuff they needed to survive the Y2K, and they were looking at me like I was the craziest woman ever. I said, "Well, let's see who's crazy tomorrow." Yeah. In the meantime, my kids aren't going to go home and have fun. Well, I didn't have mm-hmm. to go and try to return all the stuff I bought. Right. You know, well, they didn't and, either. They just didn't have to buy laundry soap for a while. Exactly. But, okay, you know. let's break down the science of this. And uh, Well, his uh, who is this This jerk? Um, mm-hmm. All right. Echoes on a hoax, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, the 23rd of September, according to David May, is in, well, it'll be in six days, but it's 33 days after the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be on the 20, the solar eclipse was on the 21st. Mays believes that it's an omen. He points out in the book of Revelations, which he describes as an image that appears in the sky on that day when... Uh, Norambi is supposedly rear its ugly head, especially bringing fire, storms, and other transgressions. The book describes a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars in her head, who gives birth to a boy who will rule all nations um, with an iron sickle. While she is threatened by a red seven-horned dragon, the woman then grows wings of an eagle and swallows up the earth. Okay, we'll chew on this for a moment. Hey, when's that grandbaby of yours born? Uh, supposed to be born February twenty-third. All right, he's not in the running for the Antichrist. No, and by the way, it's a girl. Uh-huh. We'll talk about this after it gets here. Okay. Um he's a writer of, uh, of he's a writer of the unsealed this is a controversial Venus representing the woman will cl- uh, will be clothed in the sun in position over the moon, the nine stars, the three planets, the planet Jupiter, which has been inside Virgo for a while now. Right. Um, you know, so he's trying to do this with astrology. Okay. Let me take a drink of coffee on this. Because people as, always go ahead. Alright. So we have biblical prophecy. That's one complete prophecy by itself. It's rounded up with a nice little guarded fence, some razor wire, and a stone wall. Then we have astrology, 
which is another complete science that's much more open and stretched out and, you know, has transferred over the seasons and it continues to grow and change, but it's, you know, repetitive patterns, which forms the theory of astrology. Right. You know, the mer- Mercury is at this position. It appears to go backwards at this position. All hell breaks loose. That's Mercury in retrograde. Okay, we watch it for 100 years. Yes, that's Mercury in retrograde. We shall continue on calling it Mercury in retrograde when we see this occur. Right. All right. Okay, so Mays is saying that he's not saying the world will end on Saturday or Sunday. Bullshit. Instead, he's claiming the prophecy book of Revelation will manifest that day, leading to a series of catonic events that will happen over a a course of weeks. Well, let me see. The last time I read the book of Revelations was probably about five years ago. Yeah, I'm a little somewhat. But it was seven years, then seven years, then a thousand years, then 10,000 years, May. So mm, a couple weeks, mm, no, you're a little bit bigger in problems. The world will not end, but the world as we know will end, he says, adding later, a major part of the world will not be the same at the beginning of October, what you're talking about? Oh, I don't know. Fall, you know, when we start seeing the leaves change, maze come the haze right. on. Right. Well, and and really, and looking at this, okay, you know, this is another person trying to. And again, I don't know him personally, but mm-hmm. you know, over the centuries, you know, people have tried to figure out prophecy when Jesus is supposed to come back. You know, everything. You know, and they look for these little codes and hints in the Bible. No Uh one's going to know that answer, first of all. Okay? Uh And for those of us who believe, we know we don't know that answer. It says Uh we're not supposed to know that answer. And Uh what you just read, and when I was kind of looking at it, it was a little confusing to me. And, man, I'm really confused now. It doesn't even sound like Revelation. Oh, it isn't Revelation. And and this is what I like, you know, because I am a... Minister, Rainey's a minister too, but I'm also a high priest, and so I have a clue about some about multiple things here. But Ed Sizer's pastor and executive director of Wooten College Billy Graham Center took first issue about how Mace describes in some medical articles. There is no such thing as Christian numerology, he said. He told the press. You're basically got a made-up expert in a made-up field talking about made-up events. There's no justification that there is some secret number code in the Bible that nobody believes. Thank you. That's what we're talking about there. Exactly. So, you know, know, it's not just me going, oh, great, here comes another cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. There's also someone (laughs) that backs another... Dean of a college that says, oh, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, all right, and here's why. Um, and Sizer says that while numbers do have significance in the Bible, they shouldn't be used to making sweeping predictions about planetary motions and the end of Earth. Whatever someone tells you that they found a secret code in the Bible in the conversation. He writes in the article published Friday in the Christian Today. Everyone else, right. he or she... Uh, says to be discounted. He said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just missed that part when I was reading through it. Yeah, you know, he's, 
he said it's discounted. It's stupid. The thing of it is, is we do not know those answers. Uh We're not supposed to know Uh those answers. Right. And that includes people like you and me. Right. Um, What I like is, you know, the director of NASA came in and said the doomsday date was literally predicted to be to be in May 2003, according to NASA. Then it was moved to December 21st, 2012. The date that the Mayan calendar, some believe, marked the apocalypse. No, it just marked a reset of the freaking calendar. Morris, a NASA scientist, has given uh, simple deductions to claim the massive planet, of course, to destroy Earth if Nebus is indeed as close as conspiracy theorists believe, striking Earth's astronomers and anyone really who would have already seen it. So again, this is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, people. Do not go and buy laundry soap and toilet paper. It is bullshit. And, oh, I want that sound effect. Oh, and you know what? I might have to buy toilet paper, though, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down to two rolls, okay? So right. i got to tell you. you know. But, again, it comes down to we don't have those answers. You know, we get certain energies. We pick up certain mm-hmm. things. But, you know kind of when the world is going to end, okay? It's kind of like when people will call us up and say, well, when's somebody going to die? And they uh, have a clue. That's not my department. I, yeah, right. Let me transfer yeah. you over to medical doctors. That is code 3003, extension 2000. Here's the whole thing, and this is what has gotten me for centuries. These people run around. Waiting for the world to end. Now, Rainy, if you look, if, you know, if we talk about things back when we were young, the world's already ended. It ended when, you know, mom had to go to work. It ended when, you know, you couldn't grow on the grounds. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at a world ending. If you ask a Victorian lady, this is Solomon Gomorrah. Dear God, women right. are running around showing their ankles. The world right. will end. But this is where it gets dangerous, people. And this is why we bring this up every time there's been a, the world is ending, the world is ending, the world is ending, bullshit. It's because people believe this. And then they get into hysterics. And then they do crazy things. Does exactly. anyone remember Hellbob? Right. Yes, Hellbob. Um, does anybody remember, you know, well, they don't remember because there's only a few lovely humans that are still alive that remember the, the cult that jumped into the English Channel and drowned around 1901 because they believed the world was ending and they didn't want to witness that they wanted to go be with God. It's like literally, knock it off, Really? Go do something more productive, like, I don't know, chew your toenails or something. Live your life. Have fun. You came down here for an assignment. Enjoy the assignment. All right. right. Live life. Yes, live life. So let's bounce back over and look at who's all being a guest at Miss Mama Moon's house. Well, first, you know, as we talked about, we get Venus visiting, and she's redecorating a little bit, if you're in D.C. 
Um, you know, so it's very interesting, you know, what's going on in this. There's a total of six celestial bodies, two of them asteroids, one of them a SAR. We're going to enjoy these events because we entered a, the part of the galaxy where the Earth was formed. Right. Now, right. for our Mexico and Central American visitors, you can enjoy watching Mars dance with the moon, um, including during the daylight hours. This is probably early morning or late evening. You can see it as a very bright star. You may also notice that people tend to be a little bit more passionate during that time and maybe a little bit more warlike. Right. Um, now, if you're in the Philippines, there's Mercury. And, gee, what are we getting out of the Philippines? We're getting a lot of communication, a lot of talk about the government, a lot of messages being delivered, a lot of things that we don't normally get to hear out of that area, <clears throat> North Korea, is occurring. Right. In addition, we've got Herta and Knife, um, who will also be covering the moon with the naked eye. Um, professional astrologers says that you can probably see it with your naked eye throughout the cosmos. This occurs once every 28 years. Now, that's also a cycle. So that means that some people are going through cycles of ending and beginning. However, it's a good time to check up on your health make the connections more stronger, work on the communication, and also work on some healing abilities. Because, you know, you've got all that growth going on there, and the energies from those two asteroids is affecting the moon, is going through the lens of the moon and beginning to flow out. So, when looking at this, go out and enjoy it, because some of this won't be seen again. Exactly. And here's the thing, okay, you know, when you talk about this and when I talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. going out there, beginnings and endings, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of you may find yourself going through a very long period of time where things seem very, very chaotic, okay? And I'm talking about long before today and long before the 23rd. Things mm-hmm. are very, very chaotic. Okay, this is part of our life path. We all go through it at different points, you know, with respect to going in and healing, you know, Uh those things that you need to heal from the past. For example, for me, Uh last year and a half has really been about healing that feminine energy there, Uh okay? You know, that has to do with my accident, the left side of my body, healing Uh the feminine energy, okay? That goes back to also healing you know, things that I need to let go of. And that may be where some of you are at. It may be pretty yucky at times to go through and transform and Uh go through that process there. It is yucky. Trust me. (laughs) And you've gone through stuff like that yourself, Aeson. But again, it's about getting to the other side spiritually, emotionally, and even Uh physically. It's about getting to the other side and moving forward here. And, uh, yes, you know, according to where the planets are, this is going to have an effect on you. Depending on where you're born in that cycle, it's going to have an effect on when things happen to you. But it doesn't mean the world's ending. But there are endings, but there are beginnings. Mm-hmm. There are endings and there are beginnings coming in. Right. You know, 
And, uh, yeah, I think that there are some changes going on. But I don't think it's as massively as we were talking about a few minutes ago. I think and enjoy the process. Enjoy life. Right. You know, if you're feeling a little down, do something to get yourself out of it and try to go enjoy life anyway. Well, not only that, but, you know, go out and to do things. You know, I keep, it it drives me crazy. Literally. You know, you hear people going, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's like, why not? What's stopping you? Well, I just don't think, bull crap. Randy, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Now let's continue yeah, and I this want to little talk discussion. To you about, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. Are you looking for loving Am I doing spiritual okay? answers? Then you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 303-416-2977. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. Hi, my name is Mary. Come on down to 717 Lee Street East in Charleston, West Virginia to visit the awesome store of the Two Tinkers. We have original fine artwork, handmade jewelry, we do custom work, and we also do commissions on paintings for portraits or or animals. Come on down and see us. people talk to their pets, some people talk to their plants, and some people just talk to themselves. We're not being all judgy, but how's that been working out for you? I've got a better idea. Join Master Psychic Asen Knight for Conversation with Asen, the show where you're the co-host. You call, you talk, you live a better life. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. You're welcome, darling. How you doing? I'm okay. Not that great. Oh, well, how can I help you? Um, when do you see a boyfriend coming in? And don't say feel good about yourself and in 10 years. <laughs> well, honey, you know, if it's going to be that long, I'll let you know. And you can get a book and a cat. How it? I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Conversation with Asen on Blog Talk Radio, Psychic Coffee Shop Online. Oh, and you can bring your cat. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org.
Did you know that you can have a reading with Ascent in person at the Two Tinkers on Lee Street in Charleston, West Virginia? Or you can reach them by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, Asenite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. Cup of your favorite topics with your hosts Ace and Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Ace and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you. Alright, and we're back. Let me get rainy. Hello, darling. Look at you. I know. Sorry, it was my fault. I didn't click the button fast enough. I didn't see you sit down in the, with the cappuccinos again. So you were going to ask me something before we went to break. Yes. You know, we were discussing about I can't, I can't, I can't. And I know that just drives me crazy when I hear that from people. Mm-hmm. But you, I know you are not giving me a hard time about technology, right? No, I'm not giving you a hard time about technology, honey. I can understand not understanding the process of technology. You know, you know, for me, it's like, oh, my God, you know, how did we ever do this? But, you know, earlier this week I was talking with somebody, and I said, yeah, you know, I used to keep my books on Lotus. They were like, Lotus? I avoided Lotus. I was able to, you know, what's Lotus? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yes. The old man is old enough to remember when what Lotus floppy was. drives <laughs> were the size of a sandwich. Actually, a little bit bigger right. than a sandwich. You know, it was yeah. probably, you know, the size of a tablet now. And you could own, yeah. you know, if your computer had 64 megabytes of hard drive space, you were happy. I remember when 250K, 250K came out. Oh, my God, we thought it was so cool. And now they're looking at my poor little computer and going, oh, it only has eight gigs of RAM? Oh, we'll have to update that. <laughs> and I'm I like, know. leave it alone. I, I remember when hard drives were that size, and those were large. But anyhow. Oh, yes. I do remember those days, and we thought it was a major big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot all about Lotus till you mentioned it. <laughs> Oh, I remember Lotus and E-Square Command and what else was it? You know, I remember having to use command props to order stuff in, to get stuff to come to order. And, you know, you had, right. if you ran multiple networks, which, you know, me and Rainier is all over the place, you had to have uh-huh. a computer for each network because it could only handle that one little network. Exactly. You know, um, you know, if you think about when we, okay, let's face it. 
Okay, they do say computers did exist, and I believe it because I've seen pictures of the great big computers that took up an entire building or an acre of land, uh-huh. you know, right. uh, back when we were little tykes, so to speak, uh-huh. or before we were born. But reality is computers on any semblance of what we know now or what we even knew 10 or 15 years ago did right. not exist. Right. You know, they didn't exist. An electric typewriter was a really big deal, you know. Oh, and honey, so an electric have typewriter come... was a dream. And what's real oh, yeah. funny is, you know, if I'm typing a document now and I'm really uh-huh. in writer's mode, I will catch myself because I smoke with my right hand. So the paddle would be on the right hand, and I can catch myself laying my cigarette down and going to swipe at the return thing if I'm not thinking. Oh, you remember okay. when you had to, like, yes. jack slap the roll to get it to go through? Yep. Especially if you're feeling, if I'm filling out forms now, I find myself doing that. But those are old habits that we got used to. Nowadays, yeah. you, you show kids a typewriter, especially the old ones before we got the keyboards that we currently have. You know, back yeah. when, I think it's like a 1907, 1908 when the keys are in alphabetical order. Yeah. That's when they get all confused. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if you would throw that at somebody from Victorian era when typers were the new magical thing, show them a computer of today. That would be of the devil. That would be hell. You know, and furthermore, and this kind of ties into our earlier discussion about, you know, this idiot who went through and tried to count how many times God said Jew in the Bible. Well, gee, he didn't say Jew in the Bible because the Bible was written 300 years after Christ lived. And that was the first time it started being written. That doesn't count all the hundreds of little monks that ran around and translated words. And if you ever get a chance, have a group of people I want you to play telephone and then come back and uh-huh. tell me that every word in the Bible is exactly as it should be because it ain't. But just moving along there. Yes. This is where the doofus forgets what Revelations is. Revelations is a political letter, okay, being wrote about Rome's current. Um, emperor and how terrible he was to the Christians and what this guy would want to do to him. Now let's go hopping along into the future 300 years from now and one of my letters to one of my friends has now became religious doctrine. All I have to say is having helped them if it's me talking about somebody who I refuse to name, who's filling a seat that he doesn't deserve, we're in trouble. Right. They'll all be running around with tinfoil hats and carrying three stones in their pocket. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, and the, the thing of it is, is uh, so much of history, and 
you know, if you look at the Bible, you know, and I'm a Christian, you know, and I have my faith, I believe in my faith. But also, I know historically, you know, uh-huh. there are inaccuracies there, okay? Right. Because of, well, let's look at the King James. King James was written to control the people. England. Of England. Right. Of England. Right. Yeah, and, right. you know, King James had a lot of fears of witches and witchcraft so that little line and I get it quoted at me all the time and I always look at it and go but I'm here you know thou shall not allow a witch to su- to suffer and live um, well, I'm not suffering and I'm living and the original yeah. world was poisonous because back in the uh, time that it was written poison was the big way of killing people right right Okay. That's how they did it, you know. And you know, the thing of it is, is you know, if you even go back to, um, you know, witchcraft, because I, you know, did a paper many years ago on the history of witchcraft, you know, you know, during the medieval times, and also during the time period, you know, when this country was first being put together, it was written, uh-huh. okay, in this country, witchcraft was done because women were not allowed to own land, so it was a way that the leaders, okay, I can't remember what they're called now, would get the land because if there were no male heirs, okay, they could come in if they did if they accused them of witchcraft, they could go in and get the land and the state would get the land. You know, and well, the money or the finances. Up. Well let's and back then, it up a little farther. Time, yes. That's yeah, what I was gonna say. If you go back to mid- medieval times, okay, you know and, and you can even look at this even during the King James time period, and I suspect even before that, okay? You know, medicine was done through, um, you know, um, old, you know, passed down things from the ages, like your family has done. Okay? Mm-hmm. We had mid- midwifery, you know, and uh, the mm-hmm. women would come in and they would do these different things, you know. And this was basically the medical profession. Then they began to have doctors. Well, guess what? That the two weren't fitting in there so well, so they mm-hmm. had to do something about the midwives. Right. And they had to do something about the women, you know, who were, you know, out there, you know, doing what they had done for centuries. Right. You know. You know. You know because they to get rid of somebody, bit, it was a good way. Well, and this has been the whole thing with the witchcraft itself. Not look at the religion. We'll set that aside. We'll talk about the witchcraft rate. In general, witchcraftery is a science, and this is where astrology fits into a science. It has been science, you know, it was science, and it was challenging, and it was mostly female people, you know, and, you know, we have doctors running around checking stool and, you know, checking your urine and bleeding you with leeches. Right, right. Okay, and women were going, you're going to bleed him? He's already got a cold. Just fix him a cup of whiskey and let's get this over with. Well, they can't charge for a cup of whiskey. They can charge to bleed him for three hours. So it all True. boils down to money. Didn't they say yeah. money is the root of all evil? Well, you know, money and gold is the root of all evil, and men normally, normally fuck up one of them. Yeah, so often politics and control and power 
mm-hmm. are involved in so many different things, whether it's religion or, you know, ancient writings or decisions that are being made. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at what was going on during that time period. Right. Look what was going on. Well, not only go look at what's going on, and but look at other things. And, you know, this was like today, in today's times, okay? And this has been turning into a big political movement, and it really isn't a political movement. And people are going to go, what are we talking about? I'm talking about statues being moved. Yes. Those statues are almost, some of them are 150 years old. Others are older than that. Okay? If we don't move them to a controlled environment, we're going to lose them. Scientifically proven. You put grass outside for 150 years, what's going to happen to it? It's going to decline into crap. It's going to dissolve. Right. Okay. So here's the the real choice of things. Do we take these statues out of the weather, put them into a museum where they can be maintained and took care of, or do right. we take them, put them, we just let them fall apart? I mean, the Statue of Liberty, you know, everyone talks about how about the Statue of Liberty. It was, what, 10 years ago they had to rebuild her from the toenail up? They did have to do that, yes. Okay, the original Statue of Liberty is in some junkyard, point blank, because she literally was rusting to pieces. Right. Now, they couldn't move her, because she's so big, into a museum. But think about this, Charlottesville, terrible event, politicized out the elbow and used for politicism over the moving of a statue. That, and then another statue got destroyed because our little heathen children didn't get a good ass whipping when they were growing up to respect things. Correct. Okay. Both of those things are occurring and it's being used for politicism. I think it's boring. Move the statues. Put them into a museum. Put them to where they can be maintained. Do you think we would have the statue of David who was made out of marble unless it was took into a castle and is now in a museum, took into a chapel and now is in a museum. If you set that out on the street, you know, for everybody to look at, touch, take pictures of, spray paint over because, you know, your mama didn't bust your ass good enough, it would be decrepit. Same thing's going on now, except now it's being used for a political weapon. Yeah, and I think it's really terrible what they're doing. We have so much history. Whether we agree or not, we have evolved in who we are because of all these historical moments. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and they need to be remembered. Right, but they need to be remembered. But the hard work of the communities that... You know, these statues weren't just went out and bought like we do today and go buy, you know, let's just go buy a fountain and put it in the front yard. Okay, I'll write the check for $300. That ain't nothing but a couple days' pay. No. These statues were 
built by the community. Most of them were penny collected, nickel collected, dollar collected, and commissioned right. by an artisan to make. Right. Okay. None of them are being destroyed and sent to the scrapyard. That has already been confirmed so many dang times, it's ridiculous. Okay? Totally ridiculous. They're being moved to museums. They're being moved to inside buildings. This is so they do not turn into scrap. Instead of coming out and saying, well, we're moving the statue for the preservement of the statue, You know, and then it's like, oh, okay. They have to go and politicize it to get us all in up for a while because we've got an idiot running around here acting like an idiot. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, well, you know, where's the statues that were built during? Here's a key example, and nobody talks about this one here lately. Statue, uh, not the statue, the Liberty Bell. Have you been to see the Liberty Bell? No, I have not, my dear. All right. Well, the one in Philadelphia is behind four inches of glass in a contained, vaulted environment. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia spent probably about, oh, $2 million to build its encasement. Wow. Can you see little Charlottesville or Louisville, Kentucky, or anywhere else they're moving statues around that? spending that money to contain one statue when they've got 30? No. No. The funds aren't there, people. Right. You know, I do think it's important for us to have the history. Right. Okay, whether we agree with the history or not. There's a lot of things I don't agree with, but I also know that our society has evolved over the centuries. Exactly. These These are things that are learning lessons for us, and well, it's important that. that we always know the history and why people thought the way that they did at the time. Right. And you it's know. not that I'm saying slavery is right or slavery is wrong or any of that. It's not my society, first of all. Right. This ain't my society. You know, looking at the way some of these people dress, I'd have, you know, stick a badge on them or send them home. <laughs> but moving forward, you know, in 50 years. Mm-hmm. The Vietnam, the World War II monuments that are out there are either going to have to be maintained or moved. One of the two. They're going to have to be done one of the two or we're going to lose them. And that is the what's really going on idea here. You know... You know, recently, and this is another sign of the times, recently the local paper has announced that they were no be going, not doing a Monday issue anymore. It'll only be digital. So they're phasing out their issues. Probably in two years, they'll stop doing a weekly pay, uh, a daily paper, except in digital, and only do a Sunday paper. These are signs of the times. And all on the people, enterprise, it hasn't happened to a greater earlier. level. Yeah. Yeah. To a greater level. But we need to maintain these things to keep our history. Do I think that we should soften our history and not talk about dinosaurs because that'll offend somebody? Not talk about slavery because that'll offend somebody? Not talk, no. Talk about it. Get down into the full culture of this. Okay? Right. Slavery, bad thing. 
slavery culture, bad thing. But the connection, I look at family it this connections. Way. I look at it this. I look at it this way. Mm-hmm. It should show us how far we've come. Right. For example, women, women getting the vote. What most people don't realize is that a lot of women died in jail right. mm-hmm. to get the right to vote. You know, right. I'm using that as a neutral example, okay? Well, it's a <laughs> very know. good neutral example because here's the thing yeah. with it. What also you don't realize is the only reason the women got to vote wasn't before all the protesting and the picketing that was done properly, running around here right. like village idiots isn't how you picket or demonstrate. Breaking into strength is how you demonstrate. It was done because everybody's Congress's mothers and wives landslided and said, if we don't get to vote, you won't get your dinner. Gee, I was going to say something else, but it wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> well, that was included in the dinner, honey. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, again, that's about society changing. And, changing. you know, all these things had to happen, you know. But a lot um, of it hasn't was, changed. Well, you know, and the, and the thing of it is, is I don't really want to take the blame for something I wasn't a part of. However, right. we can look at all this and go, you know what? We've got a lot to be proud of here. Right. We've got a lot to be proud of here. We've come so far. You know, and I know we've got a lot of people out there saying, no, 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 we haven't. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have. We've come a long yeah, we way. Have. But at the same time, you know, do I think that, you know, because your fifth cousin's great, great uncle owned a plantation that your name should be Mud? And you should like walk around on your knees all the all your life. No, I think that's no. bullcrap. The sins of the son do sure. not go upon the sins of the father. I also think that it's bullcrap that we you know just painted as evil, mean masters beating the heck out of people. These people lived together in a societal situation for hundreds of years. Generation yeah. after generation. Exactly. There, and, you know, and, there are stories, yeah. story after yeah. story after story, of you know, you know, of you know, masters entrusting and being um, the only confidants they had were their housekeeper. We see this in today's society with the elderly, and sometimes the only people they talk to is the home health care aide that walks through the door. Right. Exactly. At 8 o'clock to to get them out of bed. Do I I think that we should scrap everything we learned from the late 1700s and 1800s? No. Do I think that we could take some damn good lessons there? You bet your elbows we could. Yeah, and I agree, but the thing that is, is there's been so, you know, society has evolved on multiple, multiple levels here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't, I, I personally struggle with the feminism thing. I yeah. consider myself to be perfectly equal. Right. I'm perfectly comfortable with who I am. Do right. I think that women get paid equally? 
No, not necessarily. But there's also, see, when I look at people, you know, even in my readings, okay, I look at their things that men have to go through and women have to go through. They're different. They're different. They are. You know, we're not going to have time to really dig into this, but I'm going to give you a flip side of that coin. Yeah. And here's the flip side of that coin. You know, we hear all the time, you know, women don't get paid equally as men. They don't make as much as men. I call bullcrap uh-huh. in three different industries. Nursing, right. I call bullcrap. Floral design, I call bullcrap. And psychic readings, I call double bullcrap. And here's oh, yeah. the factor. Okay? Here's the facts. Looking at it from a business perspective, because I have the data from both our sides. Yes, I do the books. You make more than me on an average day than I make on you. And you work less time than I do. So you should have to give me half of your... Yeah, you should have to give me half of it. Yeah, you you make more than I do. (laughs) Other women psychics I know makes more than I do. So, you know, if we want to hop on this equal pay for equal work stuff, start handing over some of your paycheck. I'll take it and well, I'll see, take it and divide. I don't have a problem with it. To me, I feel perfectly equal. I feel perfectly mm-hmm. I'm in charge of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, there are certain social norms. You know, I'm old school. I totally want the guy to open up the door for me. But you mm-hmm. know what? When he comes into my house, I'm going to cook him a nice meal. Okay, exactly. and I'm not going to feel bad about it, and I'm not going to feel like I am lesser than him for cooking a meal. That to me makes me proud. Okay. Exactly. So I don't have all those hang-ups on that. I'm, you know, um, I'm just giving you an of, example of that, that. That you know, all men make right. more bullshit. All three industries I've been into: floral design, well, the women always made more. Nursing, mm-hmm. the women make more. Sorry to burst your bubbles. And then what now in psychic mediumship, psychics and mediums, women make more. Well, you know. And, and there was a book out many years ago that talked about different jobs that were uh, just naturally leaned more towards feminine energy mm-hmm. and male energy. Okay, right. and so often you were paid accordingly. There's some truth to that. However, okay, mm-hmm. however, there is also the truth of the matter is, is we as women, we have those little babies and we want to take time off. I know some right. people are going to get real upset with me for saying that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a rea- it is a reality there. Well, you know, men take time off too. You know, uh-huh. nowadays for the babies, which nowadays. I think is yes, insane. What the hell use is he doing there? Um, people are taking time off if they get a new pet. Dear God, really? I know. I've heard that. It's like what the hell? It's a dog. Bring it to work. It can sit underneath your desk like mine does. Now, I can see if you're adopting a baby, mm-hmm. I can see you getting time off. Right, because you've got to adjust. Well, not yet, but everybody's got to adjust. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't see and I, a reason for men to have maternity leave two months before the baby is born and four months after the baby is born. What the hell is he doing? And yet we also know there's a lot of women and men out there who they might get a week off because they got to go out there and make money. Exactly. If that. 
You know, my mother took a mm-hmm. week off. She was back to the floor in no time. My dad didn't even notice it had occurred. He didn't know for another four hours that his son was born two floors up because he was on the floor. You know, so do I think that we're in a softer society? Yes. Do I think that we're soft on our children? You bet your elbows. I don't think we'd have half the problem we do out of youth today. Do you know they mm-hmm. don't grade them anymore up until the third grade? Yes, I did know that. What the Hades of an elbow Well, you know, it comes back to, you know, um, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It comes back to playing soccer and everybody gets a participation trophy. And, you know, okay, I didn't like having my kids' feelings hurt. I didn't like having my feelings hurt. I was not a good softball player. I'm sorry. And the kids were not very nice to me. But it was not what I did, but I could outclimb any tree on them any day. Well, know. exactly. But here's the facts, and this is my whole problem with the soft thing on children and this, you know, hyping up stupid crap. Okay? Right. All it does is create problems. When we're softer our children, like we're being, little Johnny at, at, in the second grade thinks he's just all the best. Well, good gracious, you put little Johnny out on the streets today, and his boss is going to look at him and go, your grammar structure sucks. You're fired. You can't mm-hmm. write for the newspaper. That's where or you they learn get in their early write. 20s, and they're out there having to go survive, survive society. Exactly. Society they're not, not going to get participations. No, they're not. Yeah. This is where you get a lot of kids committing suicide. Well, you know, it would be prevented. They don't know how to deal with life. And then we have little hooligans that don't know how to deal with anything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. That's what, you know, these little 18, 19, 20-year-old college brats that are living on mommy and daddy's time, or our dime, is doing. They're being little brats. And the hard thing is, is we're only going to be around for so long. What's going to happen when they're in charge? Uh, you know, that's scary. That is just scary. You know, I'm at probably mid-age, you know, looking at my genetic average history. Mm-hmm. You know, in 40 years, I'm going to be living in Timbuktu. But this Wednesday, I'll be back with conversations with Asen, and I'll be taking your <laughs> calls and chatting. And if you need me in between then, you can go to aceandnight.com. I've got live appointments in Charleston, West Virginia. You can call and book an appointment. Or I've got phone appointments available all week. And if you really don't have time to talk but got a burning question, you can always just text me, and I'll be happy to take care of that for you. And you can reach Miss Rainey at Psychic Rainey. Oh, crap. What's your stuff? It's psychicrainlove.com, and the rain ends with an E, R-A-I-N-E. And yes. I've got all my services there. You can see whatever sites I'm on. You can go through PayPal, pay for a private reading. You can also find me on Facebook under Love Rain. And if you can't find me anywhere else, we're pretty easy to find. Or you can find us on Go Here to Blog Talk. We advertise on Blog Talk as well. Yes. And, uh, you know, um, if you can't get a hold of ASIN, you can call me. And if you can't get a hold of me, you can call ASIN. You know, exactly. Very different, very different style, but sometimes. Very different readings. 
Yeah, very different readings, but very different styles. But that's a good thing. That's a good yes. thing. But we don't give you out know. participation trophies. No. <laughs> so, guys, we'll talk yeah. about you next week. Good night, y'all. Good, good night, night. Miss Rainey. Good night, Mr. Aston. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that you can have a reading with ASIN in person at the Two Tinkers on Lee Street in Charleston, West Virginia? Or you can reach them by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, asinite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. Are you looking for loving, caring, spiritual answers? And you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 303-416-2977. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com.